Are you struggling with self-doubt as a self-publisher? Well, you're gonna to wanna to stick around because I'm gonna tell you a little bit about my coaching client, Gary, and how he was able to overcome self-doubt as a self-publisher. This is Chris Baird from Self Publishing Made Easy Now, where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. So the thing is, I first met Gary when he got in contact with me because he had signed up for one of my free discovery sessions, one-on-one -on -one sessions, where we were able to take a look at his books. Now he had was started, when he first got started, he put his first book on the market, but he still wasn't very confident with it. So he had been sitting with his second book and had been going back and forth after round after round of re-editing it. Because after all, the goal was to get the book perfect before he would actually release it onto the market. The problem though, was that he kept going over and over and wondering, well, if I put the book on the market before it's ready, isn't this gonna seem, make me seem terrible? In other words, it will reflect on me as an author. And so obviously he wants to get the book absolutely flawless before he would actually put it on the market. So by re-editing and re-editing it. And that was one of the first things we had to take a close look at when we were looking at what was going on. So during the session, what we did was we took a look at his specific genre and we went into books that were on the, on the, the exact category. Now let's say for his case, it was woodworking, okay? And what we did was we saw all of the woodworking books that we found on Amazon using KD Spy, which is the tool I like to use myself. And then when we went to the number two book, we noticed some patterns, we opened it up, and when we looked inside of the book, we noticed the very first sentence on the, in the very first chapter for the best-selling book, the number two in his entire category, it had a misspelling on the first and second word. They forgot to put a space between them. And that suddenly brought some things to light, which is that book was selling enough money to make the owner, the, the author of that book, about a million dollars a year based upon the current volume of sales that were coming through it. So Gary was looking at this and suddenly his eyes, a realization came to mind, which was that, so the book doesn't have to be perfect to do really well on Amazon. And that is exactly correct. He was exactly right about that. So we took a little bit of a thing and he realized that maybe his book doesn't have to be perfect in order to do this. Just being good enough would probably be fine. And what does good enough mean anyways? If it's making sales and giving value to other people and bringing joy to their lives, does the book have to be flawlessly edited? And do we really feel that that number two author on Amazon for woodworking is a terrible author? Oh, they're terrible. Look, they have a mistake on the first page. In reality, their readers don't care so much about that. What their readers are really caring about, it's that the value that it does, does it deliver a result? If it's a fiction book, does it excite them when they read the book? Or are they literally just sitting there like an English teacher trying to find mistakes and marking it in red ink to find every mistake that's within the book? And Gary began to realize that it really isn't the case that somebody, they're trying to find problems with your book. They bought the book because they want the value out of the book, not because they're gonna be doing grammar and spell checking on the book. That isn't to say that we don't go through it and use tools like Grammarly, which is the tool I like to use especially, when we're going through the book in order to find the right way to see if there are any grammar or spelling mistakes. We fix those things and then 
we continue on with the journey. And so that became the thing, which is, well, what is the next step? You know, and one of the questions Gary had was, maybe I should go back to my earlier book and start looking at it to see, you know, whatever things that we had discovered on this book, you know, that could be fixed. Because there was a number of other issues that could be optimized on the book, both on the sales page, the layout of the book, the, the beginning of the book. And I commented to him that, no, we don't waste time on the earlier books. If if it only takes a few seconds, we can do that. But one of the issues is, well, I don't really like the cover. That was one of the issues that Gary had brought up, the cover on the earlier book. But I looked at it, and it looked very much like the best-selling covers for the other books that were making a killing in his market. And I commented to him that even though we may not like the cover, or the title, or these sorts of things, sometimes it's not worth the effort to make those adjustments. Now, if we see it's not making any sales, well, then let's go in there and see if we can make those adjustments as necessary. But our goal is to continue to put out books onto the market and each of those books should be better than the previous book. And we do not, under any circumstances, want to waste time. He realized by the end of this that yes, his current book is good enough and his previous book is just fine as is. It can stay on the market. He was very eager to move to the next step, which would be getting into the formatting phase of his book so that he could get it on the market as well. He began to have a sense of confidence that I didn't see there when he was struggling with self-doubt as a self-publisher, that that a change had occurred, that realization that, look, I don't have to have a perfect book on the market in order to do this, and that if I use all of this extra time and resources on making the book so perfect, it's a waste of value. His book has something to put into the world, to teaching people how to do woodworking much better, but by keeping and going round and round on his specific book, he's depriving his readers of exactly this issue of the uh, of the value that he has to show them how to do the woodworking. And that was something he really did need to learn, and I feel that he has learned it, and we'll have to take a look and see how it goes in the next section uh, with him. And in the meantime, check up above me here for a video so you can understand how long a self-published book should be. Thanks.